I just want you to know this morning, it's an awesome morning, because we're going to talk a little bit today about Preach Jesus. We're going to dive into this thing, man, and it's going to be in bite-sized pieces so you can digest and keep it moving. It's all about keeping it moving, keeping it moving, keeping it moving, keeping it moving. And um, I just want to share with you a little bit about, you know, what does sharing, what does preaching Jesus mean and where is it found in the Bible? Amen. Because a lot of us, we preach, stop going into bars. We preach, don't be, don't have sexual habits that are abnormal or, or, or don't, or don't be, don't be this, don't be hateful. We preach a lot of things, but that is not the gospel. <laughs> the gospel is about Jesus Christ. See, I can tell you about me. I can tell you about sin. I can tell you about my mama. I can tell you about my daddy. I can tell you about my baby. Sister A, but the gospel is the gospel. And the gospel is about Jesus Christ. His sacrifice, his suffering, his death, his resurrection. And I just want to just um, share that with you this morning. So when we go out into the streets, we know what to say to people. It won't be hard for us. At this point, turn that music down in the background. As we promised, we were going to go over is preaching Jesus. Like, what is preaching Jesus? Amen. Um, this we hear people preaching a lot of different things, but we don't want to get into a debate over what we've heard in the past or what we see on the corner. But we want to talk about today, preach Jesus, because um, it's a dilemma that's going on in America right now, and um, in, in relationship to the church or in relationship to God's people, I should say. And that dilemma that is going on, it. Is that it's a um, it's a it's a a shortage of people in two places in the church because God said I would that all men be saved and it's a shortage of people witnessing in the streets, Amen. And a lot of times we hear a lot. I hear a lot of pastors um, saying, you know, no one's coming out. I'm inviting them. I'm doing this. I'm doing that in order to get the people in. I'm having um, different events. I'm having different this, different that. And that's fine. And um, those are the vehicles that we ride in. But our message stays the same. Amen. I want to say that again. Those are all of the events are the vehicles that we ride in. But our message stays the same. Amen. And our message is for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever shall believeth on him should not perish, but have everlasting life because God didn't come into this world to condemn the world. So the first thing we have to get through as we go out into these streets is, is the love call. Amen. And this, so this first segment is called the love call, the L O V E call. So the first thing we have to do is, so we find ourselves, we say, well, well, what do I preach? Well, what do I say when I go out? The first thing we should be saying is what Jesus said. Amen. Jesus, while he was on earth, he was preparing us that we can be little Jesuses and go out and compel people to come. Our compelling is to preach about the one. Amen. So when we preach Christ, we're not preaching about our, our, our baby daddies, our baby mamas. We're not preaching about you know, who did is wrong. What we're preaching is Christ. Amen. So excuse me one second. Take a sip of water. So the first one we want to go into is St. John three sixteen and 17. For God so loved the world that he, God, gave his only begotten son that whosoever shall believeth on him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world. So God didn't send you to condemn people. He didn't send you to say, Come out the bars, stop drinking, stop smoking, stop doing this, stop doing that. If they could stop, they would have stopped already. Amen. And what I and, and what I mean by that is true. If somebody put a gun to your head, you'll stop. But what I'm saying is God's change has to do with our inner change. See, because if it was a, up to him putting a gun to your head, he would have sent all his angels down and say, hey, put a gun to all their heads and tell them to stop. And then I'll be cool with them. But see, God was angry with man, so God had to send Jesus. And so when Jesus comes, let me stay on course. So Jesus comes and he dies, and now he says he gives us instruction. So if we're on the corner, the first thing that we should do, one of the first things that we should do is compel people to come. Amen? And so we want to go to Isaiah 55. It says, come, everyone who thirsts, 
Come everyone to the waters and come with no money. Come buy, eat. Come buy uh, wine and milk without money, without price. So when we in the street, we should say, you know, come to Jesus. He wants to be all these things to you. God wants the best for you. God loves you. So that's this is the love call once again. So when we're reading this and we're interpreting scripture with scripture, we know that Jesus was what? The bread of life. We know that he was what? He is also known as um, he is uh, the father manifesting the flesh. So he is Jehovah Jireh. He is Jehovah Nisi. He's our banner. He's our keeper. And that we have, we have to understand what he said to Abraham. He said that the, the covenant of grace may come on the Gentiles. Amen. So we have to compel people to come and say, well, so when a scripture says in Isaiah, well, I'm, I'm sticking in Isaiah. So follow me. Come everyone who thirsts, come every, uh, come to the waters and he who has no money come by and eat. In other words, God is compelling people to come. It's, it, people may say, well, I, I, you know, I don't have what it takes to be saved. Jesus is the eternal sacrifice. And God's saying, it's all right. You can still come in. I already paid for you. I already paid this price for you. Receive me. Receive my payment. Receive me. So when you're out in the street, you should be telling people, Christ loves you. He wants the best for you. He doesn't care what you have done. He don't care. He, he doesn't care that you sin. Now, he don't want you to be you know, get, get what I'm saying. He's not... I'm not saying you go on the street and say, he don't care if you keep on sinning. What I'm saying is that come and buy, come and eat, come taste. The scriptures say, come taste and see. And what does that mean? Come and try it my way and let me help you and then see. So God is, put, God is putting his word on the line. Right now, he's saying, so when we out there, we should be compelling people. How you doing? You look beautiful today. God loves you. God wants the best for you. Can I just pray for you? God wants, you know, God wants things for you. He wants you to come to him. God died for you. God has done a new work in the earth so we wouldn't have to perish, that, that we will may have everlasting life right now. Everlasting life is right now. It's not tomorrow. It's right now. When we receive, it's right now, but it's always available. Amen. To the breathing it's always available to the people who are still here. Amen. So eternal life is something that we can offer someone right now. So if you, even if you're listening right now and you're saying, well, I don't know about all that. You know, I mean, I'm sitting here smoking this weed and everything. God know you smoking weed. God know what you're doing. But the thing is, is that he wants you to come just as you are. That's what it means when it says come as you are. He means that come like right now, come right now. But I'm still doing that. I'm still stealing. You could be in the middle of someone's house, stealing their stuff and say, and say, you know, Lord, come into my heart and still walk out with the stuff and God will come into your heart. You have to understand salvation is salvation. God wants to get in you. And then he starts to do the cleaning from uh, on us from the inside. So when we're out in the streets, we're not, we shouldn't be naming things that people are doing wrong. Now you may be led by the spirit and the Holy Spirit may say, say this or say that that's totally different, you know, but I'm talking about on the general, we have to call people in. So, see a lot of pastors out here, they're already discouraged because people are not coming into their church and it's because we're beating people up. We can't beat people up and, and expect them to just fall into line. But yet we want, but do we expect that of, of battered wives? Do we expect that of abused and used husbands? No, we tell them, hey, you know, like back up, reassess things and, and handle accordingly. Amen. So in the same manner, you don't want to beat people up and think that's going to um, make people behave better. If that was the case, we would have remained slaves in America. Amen. Amen. No, beating people and putting and oppressing people doesn't help things. Amen. And that was straight from God. I just got that right there. Amen. So beating people and oppressing people doesn't help. Amen. They may do what you say, but only for the, pres the, the preservation of life. But God said, I freely give you these things. Amen. So that's why he's saying, come buy, eat with no money. Come. I will do these things for you with no money requirement from you to do X, Y, and Z. 
In other words, I just need you to taste it. I just need you to believe me. I just need you to believe me. You don't have to jump through hoops to get anything from me because I'm a God. That's what he said. He says to Abraham, if you go to the book of Genesis, chapter 12, you'll see what God says to Abraham. I'm sorry, 29. God says to Abraham, hey, I want to be a God to you and I'll be a protector and I'll bless those who bless you and I'll curse those who curse you. In other words, God wants to be that for you. So when we're in the streets, we should be hurtling the word out there. Jesus loves you. Jesus saves. Jesus wants the best for you. Jesus wants your family whole. Jesus wants you well. Jesus wants to deliver you. Come to Christ and, Je you know, and we should be um, um, proclaiming his name. Amen. He is the Christo. He is Messiah. When we go out, we should be sharing the words of life. It's good news. And if it's good news, we should be sharing these words. You turn to Matthew 28, 19 and 20. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son and of the Holy Ghost. 20 verse 20 and teaching them to obey everything I commanded you. And surely I am I'm with you always. To the, to the very end of all ages. Now, get this. Christ is saying, look, go into all the world. Teach people about me. Show people about me. Amen. Now, of course, this is also um, talking about people who have already received Christ, going into all the world, teach and baptize. So you need to teach, you know, but you may have some unbelievers among as you teach. But teach people. Teach people about Christ. We want people to have a... We want to preach. See, we preach on the corners. We may preach in the pulpit, but God also wants us to teach people. Amen. Amen. He wants us to teach them. Teach them about me. Teach them that through my holy communion, that there's healing and deliverance. Amen. That's because it's a spiritual act that we're doing. It looks like it's a natural act, but it's a we're commemorating what Christ done for us. We're saying this is when we take communion and we break the bread and we drink the wine or the grape juice, we, we're commemorating and saying, I believe this, which you have done. Therefore, because you believe it, because the whole new Testament is about us believing and receiving our bodies are made whole through our belief of what he's done. Amen. So that's what we should be saying when we're going outside. One come to Christ because Come to Christ because he loves you Two, come to come to come to God because because of Christ, God has his arms open to you and he's not angry with you. This is a big one. God is not angry with you anymore because he has crushed Christ that he may love on you. Amen. Because Christ paid the price for whatever you're doing that's wrong. Therefore, come. Freely receive healing, freely receive deliverance. Freely receive a financial increase, freely receive peace, freely receive joy. Amen. In your family, freely receive healing in your body. Amen. All these things are made free. All these things are, are yours because of what Jesus have done. So that's what we should be saying when we that's what we should say when we're outside hurtling the word, hurtling the word. Amen. God doesn't want the worst for us. He wants the best for us. Amen. He wants he wants us to have full refrigerators full of food. He wants us to have shoes with no holes in them. These are the things that God wants for us. Amen. He wants us to be clothed. So we have to understand that when we go out, that the gospel of Christ, which is that he died for your sins. And now he wants you to come and to try this thing on. Come in. Coming by, come inside. I promise you, I'll take care of you. I promise I'll be a daddy to you. I love you with an everlasting love. He sees your tears on your pillows at night. Therefore, he wants to hold you. That's why you're hearing me right now, because Jesus loves you and he wants the best for you. He understands that you feel like you can't stop doing this thing. He understands that you feel so dirty that you feel like you can't say it to nobody, but give it to me. Come with, come to me. Just receive me and tell me all about it. Tell God all about it. Sometimes you can't tell people about all everything that you're feeling or thinking. 
how the, the voices bombard your mind at night, how oppression comes in when or, or fear comes in when you stand before people, how your legs get weak at work when they're telling you to do something. You know you have to do it, but out of fear you run or you call out from work or that you fear that you have a performance anxiety. God knows, which is another form of fear. God knows all of this and that you start to tremble when you are in front of certain people or, or when you have to address certain issues in life. God knows all of that, but he wants you to talk to him. Therefore, he wants you to come. He loves you. He loves you. This is why Jesus died, that we wouldn't have to be oppressed anymore. Amen. He said, I come that the blind could see. Amen. That's what Jesus said. He wants you to see plainly. He wants you to hear clearly. Amen. So, but he's saying, try me, try me, try me. I love you. That's why he is the husband men. That's why Jesus is the husband and we are the, we are the bride because the husband wants to cover the bride. Amen. With an everlasting love, with an eternal love. He is the last sacrifice. So therefore, I just wanted to share that much with you. I'm about to go right back into some music. Remember this morning we're doing what? Talking about preaching Jesus. So if your church is empty, if no one comes to your services, if this is your situation, boo, if this is your situation, know that we must do what Jesus said first. And then he said he will give the increase. Amen. He will give the increase. So remember, this is called the love call. I love you. For God so loved the world. For God so loved the world. He talked to the Samaritan woman. Amen. Amen. He talked to the Satyrian soldier. These are the things that Christ did. And he was like, he was sent to his own, but his own received them not. But he didn't turn back. He kept preaching and he went to the cross anyway. Because while we were yet sinning, Christ died for us. While we were yet sinners, while we were yet sinners, God died for us. Jesus is God manifesting in flesh. Died for us. Amen. So I'm going to go right back into this music. When I say right back, I mean R-A-T, not R-I-G-H-T. Right back into this music. God loves you guys. Here we go. Our next set on. Praise the Hallelujah. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. We're talking about preach Jesus. Preaching Jesus. Amen. 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 I am excited, excited about this because a lot of us, you know, we're, we're in the dilemma of like, uh, like, why, you know, why is no one coming into our church? Why, why is this? Why is that? And the main reason is why we have to see, we have to get to the point where we just believe what the Bible says. Amen. And the Bible says, go ye into all the world, baptize them, make disciples. He said, if you, if I be lifted up, I will draw all men unto me. Amen. If I be lifted up, who's I? The I is Jesus. If I be lifted up. And what is his testimony? His testimony is that he died on the cross. Amen. That we may receive all of the goodies that, that God has. What is one of the goodies? That we could spend eternity with God once we leave this place. That we wouldn't have to go to hell. Because there is an eternal fire that awaits those who are not with Jesus Christ. Amen. And it's not because God made this place for you. He actually made this place for his angels that rebelled against them. But those who choose to listen to that angel, that, that fallen angel, I should say, and follow him. Therefore, we can't live in God's presence. Therefore, the place that he made reserved for, for them is hell. And therefore, those who listen to him will follow him to that place. Amen. So all we have to do is say, repent, Lord, forgive me. I received you as my Lord and Savior. I believe that you died on Calvary. I believe in your death. I believe that you were buried. Amen. And I believe that you were resurrected. Resurrected, that means he it doesn't mean like he came back to life. That means that he, he's alive forever. A resurrection is different from coming back to life. Amen. Lazarus came back to life and then died again. But Jesus shall never die again. Amen. He is eternal. Amen as we will be with him. Amen. So he, so although he has flesh, he has a heavenly body that has flesh that can trans that, that can, um, that can walk through walls and that can walk on water. Amen. Beautiful, 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 beautiful. And I'm not at the time he walked on water. He wasn't in a heavenly body. He's in a heavenly body now. Amen. But that's what heavenly bodies can do. Amen. All right. So 
I'm saying all that to say, um, if we believe what the Bible says, everyone who thirsts, come to the waters, come by, eat with no money. So that means that God wants you to come and experience him. He wants you to come and try, try him, try me, try me. Sometimes people who are not even saved, God will have you pray for them. And things come to pass because of God. Now, remember, God shines on the just as well as what? The unjust. That's something that that God does. So a lot of times people say, well, God ain't going to do nothing for this one because he's not he's not saved. He's not God's child. You know, you know, and we have to understand that that God will. He will. And it's, and it's found in Mark 545. For he makes the sunshine on the good and the bad people alike. So. In other words, and what does sun, what does the the natural sun mean? What is what is God saying there? He's saying that I make the sun shine. See, if if you really want people to start coming to hear God, stop calling people names. Stop getting into name calling. Stop get stop stop getting into fact finding about people. You know, we want to be accountants when we talk about everybody else, but let someone talk about our kids, then we have a problem. Or let someone start, try to remind you of your past and say, "Oh no, Jesus took care of it all, boo." The Bible says that he died for you while you were yet sinners, that God dies for who? The ungodly. Amen. Romans chapter five. He died for who? The ungodly. So that's what. So that's so when we go out, that's what we also know. So this part two that I'm about to talk about now to this. So we talk about the love call. So that's part of the love call to call people, to hurl people in by telling them that Jesus loves them, that uh his provisions has no, you know, has no, um, no catches to him. Amen. Amen. Because he just want us to believe him. Just believe me and I'll do it. Just believe me and I'll do it. Cause that's what grace is. The Bible says that without great, without faith, it's impossible to, to please God. And if the gift is of works, then it's no longer grace. Amen. If I have to work or earn it, or I have to do something, then it's no longer grace. Grace is unmerited, unearned, undeserved favor from God. Now I'm gonna do you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do you a solid, based on what you just believe me. That cost you nothing, but it cost me to believe him. I had to believe him, dog. It cost you nothing. And remember, he also says, I make the sun shine on the just and the unjust. Amen. So let me just get back on track before I, cause I'm going into preaching to you now, opposed to <laughs> just giving instruction about this. So if your church is empty or if this is your situation, if you have empty pews every night and this, and this all because it's no love there. If it's love there, people will come, especially women. Men are a little bit harder. But in Jesus' name, they're getting softer in Jesus' name. So they'll come. I'm, I'm speaking that by faith. Amen. But one thing about men is when you go out and speak, men just want people to be straight up. Don't give me a lot of fluff. Don't try to hold me there forever. Just give me what you're going to give me. Because we always looking for emotional reaction, crying, weeping. You may not get that. It's not for you anyway. Because we feel better. Hey, crying. Look at him. Let me, let, me give, let me give him some more word. Let me give him some more word. Open that Bible back up. You don't have to do that. All you have to do really is just preach Christ. So what do we do once also, and this is the part I wanted to get to. So what do we do as people when, when it gets to a point where people you're, you're outside and you're hurtling the, the word of God and you're yelling the proclaiming and all of a sudden people have throw the, the, the word like arrows out of a quiver and you know, out of a bow, I'm sorry. And what do we do once people come to us and says, and say, and say to you, Hey, all right, I'll come over. And they start to say, um, how can you help me? How can you do this for me? How can you do that for me? I, I, I need my bills paid. What you going to do? Like one lady said to me one time, I need my bills paid. What Jesus going to do for me? One time <laughs> I was up on Germantown Avenue. Oh, it was hilarious. It was hilarious. <laughs> it, was, it was hilarious because... I was stumped, you know what I mean? And um, at the time, this was years ago. And, um, <laughs> and, you know, but you live and you learn, amen? Um, 
So what do we do when that happens? Um, so we're going to go to uh, Mark chapter 11, verse 22. So what do we do when people come over and say, well, what can you do for me right now? What can you do for me right now? I got bills. I got bills. So let's just read this. Mark eleven twenty-two through 25. So Jesus answered and said to them, have faith in God. Amen. So when people come to you, you want to you want to explain to them, we have to have faith in God. What does faith in God mean? Explain to them that what Jesus father, that through Jesus Christ, we can get anything from God. God will move heaven and earth for us. And he has already done it through Jesus. Amen. Therefore, we want to give them what the Bible says, because when we give them Bible, that's the thing that God backs up. He doesn't back up what I think, what I feel. He backs up his word. Amen. So let's follow it. So Jesus answered him and said, have faith in God. For surely I say unto you, whosoever says to the mountain, be thou removed and cast into the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but believe that those things that he say will be done. He will have whatever he says. Therefore, I say to you, Whatsoever things that you ask when you pray, okay, believe that you receive them and you shall what? Have them. Amen. Now, verse 25. And whenever you stand praying, if you have anything against anyone, forgive him that your heavenly father also may forgive your trespass. But if you do not forgive, neither will your, your heavenly father forgive you of your trespasses. Amen. So we have to learn to love and let go. So we have to say, okay, now, now come over here. Let's pray the prayer of faith. Let's believe God for your situation. And God loves situations like this. God loves the insurmountable thing that looks to us to be insurmountable, unbelievable, unobtainable feats that, that stand in front of us. And he, because God is truly our superhero. Amen. So what God does is he says, okay, call them over. So you call them over. So, I mean, so they may be over and they may say, what can you do for me? You begin to let them know that we're going to believe you and me are going to believe God right now for your situation. And we're going to pray the prayer of faith. What is the prayer of faith? The prayer of faith is that I believe that anything I need, God can do. That's the prayer of faith in a nutshell. Anything I need, God can do. See, Jesus broke it down. I am the bread of life. I am the living water. I am eternal life. Uh, I am that I am. He, he always tell you everything that he is, everything. That, and he starts to break it down into bite-sized pieces so we can digest it. But in essence, he is, I am the creator of all things. You know, the earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof. He starts to tell us everything. Now, I own the cattle on the thousand hill, which means that I own all cattle. I own everything. Mine, 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 mine. <laughs> everything is his. <laughs> everything is his. So basically, he's, so what he's trying to tell you when he says these things is that I can be these things for you. I can be these things to you. I can do these things in you, if, but you have to believe me for them. So when you, when you call people over and after you, after you finish hearing the word on the outside and you pray for people, you pray those prayers. And if you, have, if you don't have like a large crowd and you, and you have time, if, 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 if the Holy Spirit permits you and he said, yeah, go and pray for individuals, because sometimes God will say, you know, just pray for the, for, pray for the whole crowd. Or some guy you know, pray for the individual, and then you may say, because some people try to lure people in. They try to say, "Well, bring your prayers on, you know, on this Tuesday, and we'll pray for you there." Don't do that. Don't do that. See, because this is why the Bible tells us: now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. And Jesus told us to pray the prayer of faith, believing that God will do it. Amen. Speaking to the mountains, so we gotta pray right then and there. Amen. So it's always now. Faith is always now. That's why some, uh, my, my bishop, uh, praise God for her life, uh, Christine Signal, always told us, whenever you hear somebody say, pray for me, pray right then. If you get the time, right then. And sometimes we all think it has to be a long, lengthy praying. God said, oh. no, in the name of Jesus, I speak. And so sometimes he said, speak to the mountain. So somebody said, well, you know, such and such got cancer. Such and such. I speak to that cancer to dry up and die in Jesus name. And I speak life to their body. So after you, you tell the cancer to leave their body, you got to speak life 
life for every cell to live every healthy cell to live in jesus name i decree life into that liver life into that lungs life into that stomach life into their eyes and their ears into their heart you have to speak life to them and you pray that prayer of faith amen and say in the name of jesus you are healed and we thank you lord for doing it right now and in jesus name so you have to get that is God doing the work. Don't use ploys to get people to come to your church. But give them the word that they may come to Jesus. See, we're so worried about having a crowd. We're, we're not concerned about the person's life. And God said, well, I can't. Can I really put somebody under you? If that's all you're concerned about is having a crowd to listen to you. See, the word of God is coming to be effective change. And God knows that sometimes we do. I mean, we do want members because why? Because I'm called to preach. That's part of my calling. But don't use gimmicks. That's a gimmick. If you come back tonight at 7 o'clock with your prayers, I'll do it then. Don't do that. Or we do other ploys. You know, if you come by. Listen to me preach, then I give you some food. Well, see, and, and and we mix it up, and we and we get that from we get that from when when Jesus fed the five thousand and the four thousand. Well, see, th this is the problem with that. Jesus told that was a situation that happened. Was it coincidence? Well, it's no coincidence in the body. God was actually doing it to, to perform a miracle for them and show them. I'm sure He has other lessons that He's He's shown us in there. But what I'm saying is this. Don't make that a habit for you where I want you to come hear me preach first. Then I'll feed you. Don't do that. Don't do that. See, that's 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 cheap and that's cheesy. If you want to show the love of God, feed them. You can feed them and show them love the whole time. Serving food. Hey, how you doing today? All right. Yeah. Come on down. Get something to eat. God loves you. Put them a little track right there. You can be speaking while they're eating. Amen. You can be handling. You can set up tables. And, and, and you know what I mean? If you, uh, or if, if they, if you have a place and this is it's like a building in line, you can have a little speaker come right there and you can be um, sharing the word. Yeah, This is what Jesus did because Jesus loves you so much. This is what he's doing. He wants to feed us. Amen. We all eating today. Amen. God is good, isn't he? It's ways you can do stuff without propaganda behind it where you can just be authentic and show the love of God amen and don't shoot me down when I'm preaching preaching good because God is my shield amen praise him so I just want you guys to know that today so remember when we're out we're doing what hurling the word of love when they say they want to stop and they want to come after you finish talk, speaking and they want and they say, well, you know, pray. Anybody need prayer? You pray for them. Amen. You can pray for them right there. Amen. Lead them to Christ. Amen. Should I say there's a hell? We don't preach hell. We preach that Jesus saved us from an eternal, uh, eternal damnation. We don't preach. Don't we don't preach drunkenness. We preach that that we don't have to be the way we were. And God will clean that up. Amen. Amen. We don't preach sin. We don't preach that. You know, we don't preach, you know, all y'all wife beaters. God see ya. All y'all baby killers. God see ya. You know, we don't preach that. We preach the love of Christ. Christ came that we may have life. Therefore, he want all babies to be born. Amen. He's the sustainer of life. Amen. Amen. And that's the gospel. Amen. So that's what we can say because um, I know people say it's too easy. It's too hard. Not easy, but, you know, it's not. They need something to scare them. <laughs> we so cruel. We are so cruel as people. We are so cruel. But God, but God understands that, that he wants the best for us. He wants us to be better. Amen. Much love. Go to some music and we'll be right back. Praise the Lord. Okay, so so we're back, we're back, we're back. Um, so basically, um, just going going over the steps of what, going over preaching Jesus. What is it to preach Jesus? Preach Jesus means to do what? To go and to herald good words, the good words that God gave us about Jesus. That He is everything to us. That He is saving us from eternal damnation. 
that he that we can come freely buy eat with no money that um he died he was crushed for us that by his stripes that we are healed and delivered and set free and that we are uh totally set free by the works of jesus christ and his works alone that none of our works are good enough for god so let people know, you know, because if we're going to say come out the bar, we might as well tell people come out the supermarket. If we're going to tell them come out of homosexuality, we, gonna, we might as well tell them come out of a heterosexual relationship. Because no, because we were all sinners. We all fall short of the glory of God. Amen. God wants to get inside of us that he may clean us up. Amen. So tell people to stop doing stuff. It may have its place, but it's not salvation. Amen. It's equivalent to stopping at a red light. What did I get out of that? You're stopped. Amen. That's like you know, it's 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 like it's you know, we, we want God work, God fruits. Because his preaching is about you being in his kingdom, not you meeting my standard or what I think you should do or what I think you should receive. This is all about what God has for you. I'm preaching about Jesus. I'm preaching about what he has to offer. What he done for you, I don't have a heaven nor a hell to put you in. Amen. My breath that I breathe is not my own. All things are upheld by his word. He is the beginning and the end. So um, I'm saying all that just to say this, that when we go out, we preach Christ. We preach the good news of the kingdom. We don't stay stuck on hell. We don't stay stuck on come to my church. We don't stay stuck on. I have a good pastor. We don't stay stuck on. We're feeding people tonight, but we start to just to share with people. Oh, come by, get something. We, we can say, yeah, come on by, get something to eat. Sit on down with us, you know, and we can treat people like people. People want to be treated nicely. People. I mean, just think about you and your relationships. Do you want your husband or your wife to say, I put you, I put you down on the plate. I put it on, uh, you know, I, I wrapped it up and put some loon for you and I put it on the table for you. Go ahead and eat it. You can, hit, you can heat it right up in the microwave. Even though that may be true and that, and that, and that is an act of love, but it's cold. You got what I mean? I, I, mean, I don't mean temperature cold. It's cold as in, in, as in like you don't want to eat with me. What happened to our conversation, our, our, our engaging time? We have no time of engaging. That's what God wants to do. He wants to be a God to you. He loves you. And so... That's the first thing we talk about. It's the love call. We're calling people in. Amen. The second thing we talk about is once we get people in, if they stop, what do we do? We pray for them. If they turn, if you're in the street and somebody turn to you and say, okay, I hear you. I hear you. What do I do? You, you either lead them to Christ or you pray for their situation. Amen. You don't just leave people there. And that's what we say. My pastor don't preach that. I'm not your pastor. I'm just telling you what the Bible tells us to do. Go ye into all the world. And when we go there, Christ said, you know, like to offer him. How do we offer Christ? We offer Christ through preaching of the gospel, but we also offer him through praying for people's situations. Amen. When he sent the, when he sent the 70 out, that's what they did. They prayed for people. They said, no, they, they cast out devils. That's prayer. Taking authority over things. That's a part of prayer. We have to pray for people. People have to see that you love them. People are not going to come. It's not going to come if you're if you're constantly beating them and badgering them. You know, don't do this. Don't do that. So that's the second thing we learn that we go in and it's found in uh, Mark eleven twenty two through twenty five and also Saint John uh, three sixteen. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I'm sorry. I use uh, for the second part. I use Mark eleven twenty two through twenty five. Praying the prayer of faith. Amen. The first part that we talked about was the the love call. Amen. The third part we're going to talk about right now is living the life. Amen. Making disciples of men. And that's, and that's part of living the life. And, and that's found. And, and that's a part of us of making disciples. What is part of making disciples? Part of making disciples is, is what? Jesus, Jesus said, um, for it is written, be ye holy for what? I am holy. Amen. Be ye holy, for I am holy. Holiness is really our state that God has placed us in supernaturally. We was transferred from the the Bible says we transferred from the kingdom of darkness to the kingdom of light. Amen. So even when we're out, we're showing this love. 
people, Jesus said, they'll know you by your love for one another. Amen. Now, let's look at Colossians chapter three, verse two. It says, set your affections on things that are above, not on things on the earth. For ye are dead and your life is hid with Christ in God. So in other words, you did to the things of the world. In other words, your desires. Why how are you dead to the world? Because you're setting your affections on things that, that God has for us. God wants the best for me. God, God wants me healed. God wants me delivered. That doesn't mean that he, you know, I don't want a car. I don't want a house. All I want is Jesus. But all those things are in Jesus. That's why he said that that even the things that the Gentiles seek will you will get. Amen. So when we set our affections on Christ, he said, and all these things shall be added to you. Sister A says, and even saying now, focus on Jesus. When we focus on Jesus, even the thing that the Gentiles seek will be added to us. Amen. And those are the things that we say, all these worldly possessions. We always we are talking about worldly possessions. No, but how we become disciples of men is that when we focus on Jesus, our his light on the inside of us will shine because we will begin to act like him, think like him, walk like him and talk like him. It'll be a real thing. Like, no, God really did this. Not just pointing up to the sky. Now we put up to the sky. No, I mean, for real. Like, no, 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 no. Don't get me wrong. God did this because I couldn't do it. Just like me when I grew up, I, I, I slept with the lights on for, for years from the time I was what, 13, 12 or 13 till I was 22, 21, 22 years old. till God delivered me from fear from torment of things that would happen. And only God can do that because I couldn't do it in my own strength. Because I tried. I lift weights and then see that, that my muscles couldn't do it. I was a strong young man. My mindset couldn't do it. I read books, but I couldn't do it in my own strength. It was something that was else that was going on that I couldn't tangibly touch with my hands to rid. It was something that was so deep in my mind and in my psyche that I couldn't erase it with my mental capability. It was what it was, but God came in and delivered me. Amen. So what we do, we set our affections on, on, on things that are above. <clears throat> and it says in verse four, when Christ, who is our life shall appear, then we shall appear with him in glory. Now he's, he's of course talking about futuristic things, but now he's, then he says, therefore, he said, mortify, therefore your members, which are upon the earth, fornication, uncleanliness, inordinate affections, evil thoughts, and idolatry. For which things sake the wrath of God cometh on the children of disobedience. Who are the children of dis the, the children of disobedience? People who don't know God. In the end, his wrath gets poured out on people who don't know him. Right now, the sun is shining on you and they are living under a dispensation of grace where God, he's preaching right now. He's preaching to get you in. Amen. But if we set our affection on these things, we'll be the transformed. We'll renew our minds with the washing of the water by the word of God. By constantly put the word of God in. See, if I constantly put the word of God in, I start to think like him. And, and see, people think that, well, that's not true. That's not true. Yes, it is. Because that means... To change, uh, repent means to change your mind. Just like when we say, when we when we hear one of our kids when they little they curse for the first time, and we know we haven't been cursing. Let me uncross my fingers. No, no, we no, we haven't been cursing in our household. We know it was someone that they were hanging around. We know there was somebody that came in their presence, either their babysitter, either the the kids that 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 lived down the street, or or whatever the case may be has done we know it It didn't come from us so just like that so therefore when we and i'm not even talking about hanging around but i'm talking about the things that we put inside of us so when we watch programs that constantly curse when we do things that constantly do this that constantly do that we'll sound just like it but if we put in christ we'll sound just like god once you get saved once somebody gets saved and they start to read the bible you can tell because their, their vernacular change a lot of it, it, you get a lot of amens. You get a lot of um, you get a lot. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so tired of this day. You get a lot of uh, you get a lot of different things changing. So part of our us being disciples is living the life. Us living the life. 
He said, be a witness for Christ. Not tell people, Yo, don't be eating that pork. Hey, lay off that sausage. Hey, you know, put down that porn magazine. You just live the life. Amen. You are for prayer. Amen. You buy the lunch. You do things. You let Christ exude from you. Set your mind on heavenly things, and then you'll be, then you're going to train disciples. See, people think training disciples mean that I don't believe in this press preacher over there. I don't believe in that. Or telling people they are right, but they don't believe in Jesus like we believe in Jesus. That's not making disciples. That's causing contentious and dissension among the brethren. So when we start to really pour Christ on the inside of us by changing our minds, when we change our minds, we change our lifestyles. When we change our lifestyles, people will see it. And then we'll make That's how we make disciples. That's why it says teach and make disciples. How do we make people? We make people by our habits, the things that we do. You ever see how your kids do things that you do? You know, I mean, you'll do something, you have like a bad habit or even a good habit. Like my kids always see Sister A read books. And even though she, she, um, she gave them books to read, they more so read books because she read books. She reads a lot of novels and they start to read. And so they got a little, a, a little book club among themselves. You know what I mean? So basically, and I didn't say, well, where you at, dummy? No, but the, the main thing is just that our behaviors, our behaviors are, are mirrors. Amen? Are we going to mess up sometimes? Of course you're going to mess up. Stop focusing on the mess up. Stop focusing on sin and focus on Jesus. If we focus on Jesus, then things will be better for us. But am I going to mess up? You're always going to mess up. I hate to say it like that. You're always going to mess up. But mess up don't have to be. I went out and I stole a thousand dollars from somebody. They ain't, got, they, they, ain't, they ain't talking about that. I'm talking about your messing up can be that you got angry and said something out of love. You, you, you ate a piece of fruit while you was in the supermarket and forgot to pay for it. I mean, it could be like that. You know what I mean? It don't have to be something so drastic. Like, oh my God. Cause we always trying to find a way to go back. And why do, why do, and, and you know why we always trying to find a way to go back? Because that's what we put in our lives and put in our minds and our hearts all our lives. If you always put that in there, then it's always going to come out. That's why Jesus said nothing that, that defiles a man, but what comes out of them? What you meditate on. That's what you do. And that's what defiles you. But our core is messed up. We're born into sin. So you're already jacked up. So that's why we need Jesus. We're born in sin, shaping in iniquity. Jesus come that you may be born what? Again. That's why it comes from. That's that you may be what? Born again. And we're born again Christians that Christ born us again. But our minds has to be renewed. And when our minds are renewed, we become living examples and walking epistles because our minds have been changed. And just start to read the word. Everybody say, it's going to be corny. I won't be hip no more. You'll be hip. I'm hip. I think. <laughs> but nevertheless, you know, I just want to say that God is good. Sister A said, don't judge me. <laughs> so today's word is about um, preach Christ. And that's preaching Christ. One, calling people in. Two, praying and feeding people. Three, Living a life before them. Amen. Once again, one, hurling the word out that Jesus loves them unconditionally and he wants you to come to him. Two, we're praying for them as they come in and we're and also we're feeding them. We say feed the poor. Lay, you know, we're laying hands on the sick and they're recovering. Amen. Which is also a form of prayer, but it's not prayer. It's laying hands. Amen. And then also living the life before them that they may be, they may see us and be ye transformed. In other words, we're showing them the love of Christ. And that's how, and that's how a church has grown. It's grown through us doing what the word says and let Christ draw all men to him. Amen. You may have somebody who go to another church, always coming around you for you. <laughs> And then going back to their church again. Don't get offended. Don't get offended because it's because what you're really looking for is for their life to be transformed. You're not looking for it. So you're looking for your own personal loyalty in that case. 
Everybody want personal over you trade me. Negro, you trade me. I don't like that. After all I done for you, I gave. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> I'm like, then if it's all you, then, sh- then show them the heaven that you have for them. Show them everything that you can, you can offer them right now. Reach into their body and pull out their ailment. You know what I mean? You can't. It's all done through Christ. So the best on our best day, we can only be like Jesus. Pointing people to Jesus, praying that Jesus is touching them, praying and believing that Jesus is touching them, and feeding him with the seed that he gave us to give to them. It's all Jesus. Pastors, listen to me. Coming from Pastor Darrell. It's all Jesus. It has nothing to do with you. God will let you shine only because you're like the moon because the sun is shining on you. That's the only reason the moon shines because the sun is hitting it. But once the sun don't hit it, it ain't shining. So let Christ shine. Amen. Give him all the glory. Push him up. What's the deposit on the side of you? Let it come out. And it's going to glow. Amen. So that wraps that up for today. Um, we'll definitely see you guys next week. We got an awesome guest next week. Um, I'm going to ask the husband to come on as well with me and Sister A. But she's the author from Atlanta. I'm going to do Light Shine Bright by Toby Mac. We'll see you guys next week. Much love. You listen to Praise Louie on GTownRadio.com. Back to Basic. Look up Radio. Fishtown Philly. HGS Radio in Baltimore. I'm, like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I can't, you know, I can't right now. Look, I'm about to, uh, I'll see you guys next week. We're about to, uh, we have to get out of here for the day. Much love to you guys. This is Toby Mac and Holland on Praise Hallelujah. We go. Music for the people. Making music for the people. Light shine bright everywhere we go. Light shine bright everywhere we go. Everywhere we go. Music for the people. Making music for the people. I wanna magnify your light. I wanna reflect the sun. Cut like precious diamonds. With colors by the millions. This is the only world.